Good morning and welcome back. Joining us, we have the Stark County Sheriff on the line with us. Uh, first, I, I want to start, Sheriff Meyer, by apologizing. I was unable to make the event last night. I really wanted to, but uh, we had a tragedy in Minerva, as I'm sure you heard. So yes. um, I had calling hours to attend last night, so I was unable well, we to, to we make it. We totally understand, and uh, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we, we, we our heart uh, felt sympathies goes out to that community and we hope and pray that uh, they can continue to heal through this uh, this tragedy yeah uh, let me tell you sheriff uh, one of the strongest communities I know my uh, my wife is a teacher in that district and uh, you know they they pull together time and time again uh, when something like this happens unfortunately sheriff let me ask you how was last night's event about uh, you know mass shooting situations uh, and and people uh, that came together did they enjoy it they did uh it was a fantastic event we had a great presenter for uh, our school resource officers for local law enforcement uh and certainly law enforcement uh, in the surrounding area attended as well as uh, some of our uh, school employees administrators teachers that were able to attend the the presentation by uh phil chalmers well that's great that uh, that especially that we had school administration attending an event like this. Now, it was like a two-session thing. You had one earlier in the day and one in the evening. Am, am I correct? We did. Uh, we, we wanted to break it. You know, usually these, these presentations can go seven, eight hours. We asked uh, our presenter if he could break it down in two four-hour sessions so that we could get more folks uh, in front of the uh, presenter to, to get some good information about, you know, what goes on in the mind of a, a teen killer and certainly people who would uh, look to do harm in our community. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, Sheriff, that uh, that we have to, uh, you know, have these kind of seminars, have these kind of conferences, but it's beneficial uh, to people who need to hear it, who need to get into the mind, the people who are around teenagers um, or younger people uh, every day. And, and, you know, I do want to say kudos to you, your department, and all of our uh, surrounding departments for uh, taking the time and, and protecting and serving over the weekend at Indian River with um, a lot of the juveniles while we're uh, having that conversation. We... Oh, you're so welcome. Uh, yes, I mean, the training is important, uh, it, it, you know, and, and, and it's not just important for our law enforcement officers. It's important for folks that are in our school facilities each and every day. It helps us identify warning signs, look for triggers, uh, you know, and and be able to be better prepared to detect, and that's the key: detecting uh, a problem before it occurs. You know, we have our uh, school safety task force here in Stark County, uh, made up of a number of members from law enforcement, uh, you know, our school community, and other community members as well. And it also includes, you know, our 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 our, our partners with the, you know, the fire and rescue service. Uh, to, to better uh, identify and, um, you know, be forward-leaning, if you will, in how we make and keep our schools safe. Yeah, and and you you bring up a, a good point about uh, knowing the signs to look for, knowing how uh, to be, I, I don't want to use the term on edge, but I guess always are aware of your surroundings and maybe what someone's intent is. And Sheriff, I've had uh, conversations with a lot of our local superintendents, and and they opted not to 
uh, provide firearms or vote to allow firearms uh, in the schools carried by teachers. And when I asked, well, why not? They would say an English teacher, a PE teacher, they're focused on their classroom. They aren't focused to be looking um, they aren't trained to be looking for a possible threat that may occur. Whereas when we have a school resource officer uh, from the sheriff's office or another local department, they're always looking. They can have a conversation, but they're still aware of what's going on because that's their job. Well, you know, Jordan, that's a great thought, and you know, I'm going to um, expand upon that a little bit. Law enforcement and and and, and uh, even people in our community uh, are trained sometimes to live in what we call the yellow zone. Uh, the yellow zone being always being aware of what the surroundings are, always uh, conscientious of what's going on, looking for those danger signs, looking for those warning signs, looking for those triggers, and uh, we we. we can do better at that by examining, you know, things that have happened in the past because we know, unfortunately, sometimes history repeats itself. So we we look at uh, the trends of school shootings. We look at school safety tips. We look at the youth some dangers of the youth culture, and you know, we we take those things and we combine them into, uh, you know, a, a, a training seminar so that we can better prepare people working in the schools, uh, school administrators, law enforcement, certainly school resource officers, so that they are better prepared and have this, some additional tools, if you will, in their toolkit to identify uh, a trigger or a warning sign before it occurs. Yeah, it's it's great, though, that we are uh, capable of having so many resource officers in, in our local school districts. And I, I know... Uh, that the teachers, the administration, they're grateful for it. But the kids, they can act like they they don't care. They do because they have relationships, you know, positive relationships with our local law enforcement that's in the schools now. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a good point to segue into. October is actually National School Safety Month. And so um, in Ohio, we want to increase the public awareness in our of our school safety programs and encourage Ohioans and certainly Stark Countyans to identify their role in keeping our schools safe, a safe place for our students, our faculty, a great place to live and and grow within our community. And so, you know, this year's theme is know your school safety, know your role. And I, ideally, it's everyone's responsibility, everyone's responsibility to help keep our schools safe. And so we, we, we identify ways that people within our own community, parents alike, uh, teachers, parents, and law enforcement alike uh, have, have a responsibility, and, and we want to make sure that people are aware of their role. One thing that I'm starting to notice a lot more, Sheriff, right now is in addition to our school resource officers, a district like Minerva, Canton Local, they're starting to bring in retired police officers to serve as uh, regularly dressed uh, security officers for the schools. They are. Uh, we're seeing that more and more in our school districts where they're, they are uh, actually hiring security officers to uh, be a, a, in, in conjunction with their school resource officers to be a uh, an alert force uh, to help us, uh, you know, detect and deter any dangers that might uh, occur in our schools. Yeah, I was at Canton Local a few weeks ago and I was doing a story about this and they have 
three. Yeah, I believe they have three, and they may be hiring some more. And uh, as soon as you walk in, there's only one entrance into the school. It, it's a little commons area, but then you have to go through another door to get into the school. But there is one uh, one security officer that's sitting there at a desk that opens the doors. He has all of the cameras in front of him. He knows what's going on at all time. And then that second layer of protection is once you get in, now you've got your school resource officers and other security officers throughout the school to make sure that everyone is safe. Well, again, Jordan, these measures are uh, a part of our uh, conversations within our school safety task force right here in Stark County and things that are recommended to schools to bolster the security that they have in place. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but the world we live in today, uh, these these are the things that we need to have in in place to make sure that our our schools are uh, safe uh, uh, and are kept safe and are uh, good for uh, our children to learn and grow. Yeah, totally agree. Sheriff, is there anything else going on in Stark County that our listeners should know about? Well, two quick things. Uh, Tuesday, we were overwhelmed with the response to our Trunk or Treat event, where we have a number of safety partners throughout the county that participated in uh, at the Stark County Fairgrounds. Uh, we saw nearly 4,000 people come through the doors there. Uh, it was a great evening. The weather was beautiful. A lot of uh, youngsters got to come out and have a safe Halloween option uh, with us and with our safety partners, uh, handing out candy, pizza, hot dogs, um, you name it, we had it there. And so a, a special thanks to all our partners that assisted us with that event. Then the other thing is, you know, we like to talk about our coffee with a cop. Uh, we have a unique coffee with a cop coming up. We've been asked by the Mount Olive Baptist Church in Canton, located uh, on 14, at 1403 13th Street Southeast, to uh, host a coffee with a cop there for their for their uh, folks, their congregation, and the community. And so we'll be working with our partners at the Canton Police Department and with uh, Reverend Howard there to host a coffee with a cop on November 3rd, coming up at 9.30 to 10.30. So uh, for the folks in that community that want to come out and have a concern with their uh, policing agency or something in their community that they'd like to talk about, uh, we'll be there with coffee in hand, and uh, we'll be uh, all ears. Sounds like a great event, this Coffee with the Cop. Uh, I The first time that you guys did it after you resumed it from COVID, I spoke, I believe, with Captain Carver live from one of the Coffee with the Cops, and I could just hear the buzz in the background, Sheriff. You guys are still getting great turnouts at all these different locations then. We are, and, you know, we we don't try to oversaturate, but, you know, I think our, our standard is about once a month. But I've, I've got to tell you, we've had a lot of folks in the community ask us, including uh, Reverend Howard, asked us if we would do something. And this is a little bit different, but uh, his doors are open there, and we encourage people from the community uh, to stop in and say hi. If not, no, nothing more than just uh, just to have a greeting and meet the people that are sworn to protect their community. All right. Sheriff George Meyer with the Stark County Sheriff's Office. We appreciate it as always, sir, and we will talk to you next Thursday. Before we go, are you going as a local sheriff for Halloween this weekend? I told somebody on Tuesday, they said, where's your costume? I said, I have the same costume on that I wear every day. <laughs> okay. And so I guess if that answers your question, All uh, right. be safe to your, to your listening uh, audience. Please be safe. A lot of kids out there uh, in the community celebrating the Halloween uh, festivities. 
please remember, they're out there crossing the roads and in our community, and keep them in mind. Thank you for those words, Sheriff. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Jordan.